0: Betches media presents
1: ha ha laugh funny
0: mention it
2: all a bravo by Betches podcast
1: we don't say that but now we said it
2: with dylan hafer hold oh, on check me bro and barry rosenfeld i need right. to start drinking alcohol now go to sleep we.
0: hey guys welcome back to the mention it all podcast i'm dylan hafer
1: and i'm barry rosenfeld happy friday
0: happy friday we've got a new beyonce visual album movie i don't even know what to call it i have not watched it yet i think barry's been enjoying it already Um, i didn't
1: watch it i saw clips like on the internet okay okay i don't know um
0: very excited for that later and speaking of very excited (coughs) we have a very exciting interview at the end of this episode with none other than ashley darby real housewife of potomac OG I feel like now that they're in season 5 OG is like an appropriate term for them.
1: Yeah, like you can't use OG. well, no because you are an OG if they're season 1 but like now you're a handful of seasons. So like you're an OG but um Dylan and I were in a real house size of Potomac Zoom party last night for the premiere which is on sunday and it's funny because we'll talk about that but giselle said this is the first franchise where the ogs are in like four ogs are in like all five seasons or something
0: yeah it's it's actually i've thought about that before that they haven't had a lot of cast turnover compared to some other shows and um Giselle was saying that you know they really know each other at this point and they have these yeah. complex relationships and even like Monique and Candace have been around for a few seasons now. So there really are so many layers and it's just so good. So yeah, we were on this, this was like a
1: hype party, like a hype. We were, on we this were this hyping Zoom call. Potomac.
0: <laughs> we were on the Zoom call and it was Giselle, Robin, Monique, Ashley, and new housewife Wendy, who let me just tell you, Barry and I have seen the first two episodes of the season, and Dr. Wendy, I feel, is going to be a star
1: a star
0: and this a star she okay <laughs> so it 's funny because we, so we 've seen the first couple episodes they 're very fun, we obviously can 't spoil anything. you will see them soon, you will love them. But Wendy is obviously, she's meeting the group. She knows Candace prior, and she's, you know, kind of getting her bearings within the group. But on this Zoom call last night, Dr. Wendy was ready to go. She was having, yeah. she was, she did not play. She did tell us, so Giselle said that we meet Dr. Wendy and then halfway through the season, we see Wendy. and Which
1: I can only imagine is her, Wild, drunk, fun self. That's what my assumptions are.
0: And Wendy was saying that once we meet Wendy, she doesn't know <laughs> if she's still going to have her job at Johns Hopkins. So <laughs> that was fun. Uh, be warned, Robin on the Zoom was fully eating a cheeseburger and fries, which a is bacon exactly what I want from
1: her. And she was in full glam. Like you could tell with a ring light, like glam, everything was done. She looked phenomenal. And we had, there was a chat. Obviously you guys know Zoom, a chat. And everyone wasn't listening to the conversation. Everyone's like, Robin, what are you eating? What are you eating? And she was <laughs> like, fries, I have a burger too. Should I eat it? And everyone was like, girl, go, like go eat it. And everyone was like salivating like, yes. watching Robin eat it.
0: <laughs> yes, queen, get that burger my uh, it, <clears throat> my friend katie who was also on this zoom call she like texted after and said that she made her husband go get her a burger and fries stop
1: <laughs> stop but it was so fun to see not that we didn't know already but how fun and real these women are and it was a nice i shouldn't say intimate setting because they were like 50 plus people in the Zoom maybe, but it was fun. They were just in their homes talking about the show. And a common denominator of this conversation was that the world loves Real Houses of Potomac and it is like underrated as the best franchise that's on Bravo, but people are like hesitant to watch it because they're not familiar with it yet. So our goal was to like get the word out of this wonderful, amazing show which this season will say enough for it it is just it's insane it's good it's like a different drama yes you agree Um, like it's a different
2: way
0: definitely so stick around for our interview with ashley after we discuss roni which we are going to discuss Mm -hmm. and then make sure to watch the potomac premiere on sunday night and then we will be back with a new episode on monday recapping the season premiere it's going to be very fun uh, cannot wait. And like we said, the episode is a doozy. So make yeah. sure to check it out. Um, okay. So The Real Houses of New York. Um, God, I am so annoyed with Ramona. I just like... I
1: mean, has that just been our ongoing theme week after week after week? Is like I feel
0: like it's been... it's It was bubbling up for a while. And then last week was kind of like the episode where it really kind of started to come to a head. And, yes. you know, the freak out at the party was kind of like the the climax at the very end of the episode. And then this week, it's just nonstop.
1: Yeah, Ramona I mean,
0: cannot get Leah's name out of her mouth.
1: She, it's crazy.
0: Okay, and we will get to Mexico. We're not there quite yet, but even at... So Luann has her spa day, which is just... A hair salon, apparently. I don't know. She has. Her That's spa not day for her. the spa
1: day that I would want to show up to and be told I was going to a spa day,
0: <laughs> right? So she has her her quote unquote spa day, alleged spa nice. day, um, for the Fortune Society women. I mean, it is very nice. Like getting you know hairstyling. Maybe there were massages somewhere else that we didn't oh, yeah. see. I don't know. Um, I love that. So Luann's there first. She gets these clip in bangs. And Ramona arrives and tells her, this is the most 60-year-old woman thing ever. You look like that famous actress who married the older gentleman.
1: Can we, like, (laughs) refrain? Like, can we just, like, refrain from, like, discussing her, even though we can't? We can't. But she (laughs) she just, like, doesn't know what it's not even foot and mouth and not even no filter she just like doesn't know what's gonna come out of her mouth like i don't understand but she we we get there and she is her plan is to ignore leah like she said it because like dylan just said she can't stop talking about leah and you can tell that when leah showed up she was like visibly upset and she said that, she was like hurt because throughout the episode, we are constantly questioning, what did Leah do at the party that was so bad? Because she, Ramona and Sony even recap that Sonya was the one dancing and breaking the glass and I was flinging into everyone's eyes and blah, blah, blah. But- I,
0: I actually had this thought towards the end of the episode. I was like, is this one of those moments where something happened that they didn't show us that was really horrible? And I really, do, as much as to justify Ramona's behavior, I would like to think that maybe that happened, but that really doesn't seem like the case because nope. basically everyone, Lou, Okay, so Luann is definitely playing both sides here. Yep. I would say because you know she's talking to Ramona and she's like, mm, "Yeah, Leah, all right. like Leah can be a, b- a bit rough," and then the second Leah's talking to her, she's like well, you know, Ramona, I mean, I don't, Ramona is, ooh. I think they and, just don't
1: want to get involved with Ramona anymore. Like, right. and typically Sonia, is like, stop.
0: Sonia kind of does the same thing where she's kind of telling Ramona what she wants to hear, but I don't think she really cares about Leah mm-hmm. in that way. And, but Ramona is just fixated on, well, you know, Leo's was, trashy, blah, 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 blah. And then, The scene where she's with Sonia and Dorinda at Century Twenty One, and she's talking about Leah, that she found out that she read a blog post that Leah wrote prior. That she has, but she's bipolar and she's on medication. You're not supposed to drink on the medication; it makes you out of control. Like she's
1: trying to like diagnose Leah and like what the issue was that night.
0: That was so gross to me because it's one thing. I mean if Leah wrote a blog post about having bipolar disorder then that's not secret information but the fact that Ramona is acting like it's some dirt that she dug up and now she's and now she's spreading around saying the thing so Leah having bipolar disorder if she wrote about that that's factual information she actually from, wrote
1: about it and the article launched yesterday so i'm wondering what ramona unless i missed it what ramona i did think there was find. an older there was oh, an older okay. thing
0: but ramona making these claims about the medication and her not being able to drink on the medication it's like you don't know what medication she's taking. yeah it's disgusting and leah, said, leah said later in the episode when she was talking to dorinda, to dorinda that she's not on medication for that Right now. But she and was, so, in
1: fact, diagnosed on her 30th birthday, she said, with bipolar 2 disorder, which is like, that's not, that's not any of Ramona's business to no. spread.
0: <laughs> so that was when, it was one thing when it was like, oh, Ramona's being a bitch to Leah, she's being rude, whatever. But it's like, when you're talking about someone's mental health and kind of using that as... Mm -hmm. a reason to shit talk them it's like no that's not it's not
3: yeah i mean that's just
1: hitting another level but you know we have the iconic scene where ramona again says to leah that she brings down the group or whatever and leah turns around and goes bitch i elevate this shit which to be honest is one of the most iconic lines i've ever heard because Number one, it's true. And number two, how do you just turn around and like have that line ready to go? Like that is, that's pretty <laughs> like impressive, but we are off to Mexico and This house really is, like, breathtaking, that Durinda. It's a stunning house. Durindi, that Durindi planned for the group. Okay, after all these years for any franchise, any show, does it not, like, make you sick when they, like, treat the way they treat the person planning the group? Like, me, my girlfriends and I have gone on... Dozens of trips and we don't, that's not what we do. Like we all plan the trip. We all pay. We all fly together. Like we all, no one's ever like barries the hostess. Let her check it. Like that's not how well, it works.
0: I mean, that's how they, <laughs> that's not like really how it works on these shows either.
1: It's weird. They, it's so Well, weird. I mean,
0: they've, they've talked about it, that they basically, you know, they talk about destinations at the beginning of the season and where they think would make sense to go. And then they kind of work it into the storyline and you know, Dorinda's not paying for the house.
1: <laughs> well, obviously, but I'm saying like Ramona went in, and by the way, referred to the staff as servants, which I thought was oh, really re- so up her alley. But she was like, "Well, I'm not going to Durinda's the hostess. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait." Like she didn't even know what to do because during. But I guess unless like production was like fucking wait, Ramona. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's so we get there and. They are having their little cocktails. They're having a nice time. The house is breathtaking. Yeah. And Ramona and Leah still aren't talking to each other. And it's just so, the whole vibe of this episode is so uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. it's like Ramona is so worked up about something that I feel like she isn't, it's not even a real thing that happened. She's worked up about whatever mental image she's, cooked up of Leah being you know a bad look for this group and she just is running with this in her mind and can't stop talking about it and it's like can you chill the fuck out nobody I know like Leah nobody would look at this group and be like oh yeah Leah is the problem and especially when Sonia is trashed
1: Leah has, keeps her composure very well. So so you're right, Sonia's trash, and she's referring to her I don't I don't like this word, but pussy. But um the, ch- the ch- She says she has the yeah. chubbiest pussy so ever. She says that and Leah so calmly goes, Imagine if I said that. And it was so true. Like it was so true when she said that because Ramona would be disgusted. And interestingly enough, because here's my little Watch It Happens Live plug. Ramona was on last night, and Andy asked her about that. And she said, Mm -hmm. well, I can't change Sonia. Sonia's 60-something. I can't change her. And Andy goes, I don't think you can change Leah either. Like, Ramona literally is trying to change Leah. Leah, of all people, you're trying to change? Like, that's your goal? I don't think so, honey. Like, I I just don't.
0: That's such a lame excuse, because it's like, just say that you've been friends with Sonia for 10 years. Right." You don't care. It's, I mean, there just is no, there's no way to not see that as a double standard.
1: A hundred percent. And honestly, for the first, well, not the first time, but I actually verbally out loud disagreed to my television with what Sonia said last night. Sonia said that referring to Ramona's party, that Leah should have reeled it in until she Mm -hmm. got to know these women, meaning Ramona's guests. And I was like, absolutely not. What? Leah doesn't owe these women anything. She doesn't know Ramona's friends. She might never see them again. Why would she have to reel in who she is until she got to know Ramona's friends? And I I really thoroughly disagreed with what Sonia said there because that's just not valid.
0: The thing is, at this party, these are all adult women and Leah was only dancing and like whatever with... The other women in the cast, she wasn't going up to anyone she didn't know and making them, you know, she wasn't groping anyone or, you know, sexually harassing someone who she didn't know. She was having a good time with her friends at the party. I'm just (laughs)
1: like,
0: Like we discussed last week. This was a filming event. Yes, it was Ramona's yes. birthday party, but clearly the decision was made that it was going to be a full cast thing that was filmed for the show. And sorry, what they did was not that wild for something was that's going not. to be a scene on the show. And like we said before, what Sonia did was way more, I would say... Out of line than Leah. She
1: damaged the venue, but also, are you not peeing last night when Dorinda said Ramona's party looked like, like a douche commercial, like a feminine oh hygiene?
0: My oh my god. Oh my
1: god. I mean, <laughs> I can't.
0: I oh. mean, 50 oh close god. friends, you know. Uh- <laughs>
2: HoneyLove. honeylove.com slash MIA use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA after you purchase they'll ask where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you the summer vibes are just getting started honeys shape your life with honey love
1: But anyway, at this dinner, we finally come together. Ramona's ignoring Leah the whole time. Leah repeatedly is asking so calmly what she did. How did she hurt Ramona? What did she do? And Ramona didn't answer her one time. She didn't answer. She couldn't answer. And again, she said, I don't want to do this in a group setting. Bitch, you're on a show with the person and the people you film with about the problem. What do you mean? And stop deflecting.
0: I feel like this is a really good juxtaposition to what happened on Stop Beverly Hills. Stop saying my favorite word. Sorry, that's your favorite word. I know. Um, so on Beverly Hills this week, Denise didn't want to do this on camera in front of the group, whatever, and I think that was totally justified because they were talking about something that was her personal business that was being, you know, aired out in front of the group. Whereas this, it's not some taboo personal thing that Ramona doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's that she doesn't want to be held accountable for her actions. Or for what she said. And she is, like, refusing to admit that she's been shit-talking Leah when we've just watched an entire episode of her shit-talking Leah. It's so, it's so lame. And it's like, it makes me, it just makes me annoyed to watch because Ramona is the kind of person where we've seen her, we've seen so much of her bullshit over the years, but normally Mm -hmm. I feel like she is kind of, like, doing it in a way that is entertaining to watch. And you're kind of like, oh my God, like Ramona's so messy. Like, I love her. Yeah.
1: I always said Whereas she was good for this TV. Season,
0: this season, the last few episodes, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what is your goal yeah. here? You look bad. And I don't know. I haven't talked to anyone watching this season who thinks that Leah looks like a mess and Ramona is right.
1: Yeah. Nobody speaking of, Speaking of lame, Ramona also had the women chip in a hundred dollars to buy her that Gucci bag. So ending on that note, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um and really oh gosh. I do
0: I do just love that Luann said, Can we address the fish in the room? <laughs>
1: I, you know what? Props to her. But she anyway, a self-referential queen. <laughs> yeah, I loved that, Lou. Really, that was a good line. But anyway, Dylan, who is your number one Bravo Lab in this group for this week? Because the week has come to an end. Um,
0: I feel like. Are
1: you going to choose Leah? I have two, so go ahead.
0: Okay, so I'm going to do Dorinda because I mm, feel like she has. She's finally kind of like. I. This was a great episode for her because she was. One, being supportive to Leah, which I feel like is the correct way to be acting in this situation. And also, it's been now a few weeks since she's kind of had that mean streak that we were kind of worried about for part of the season. So I feel like she's, she's in a good groove right now, and I hope it continues.
1: Um, okay, couldn't agree more. That was who mine was, Dorinda, because I was so impressed with how she handled Leah and was being so nice and, like, supportive of her on the trip. However, I think we see that take a turn next week, but we will see. Um, and then my other Leah was just because she said that one line, if you saw my pussy, you'd remember it.
0: <laughs> Wait, also, that leopard I don't caftan like that, that Dorinda... That leopard caftan that Dorinda gave to Leah was pretty chic. I was a fan of it.
1: I, for the... All of their outfits that night were worse. I I loved what all of them were wearing, except Sonia, because she was (laughs) naked. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Guys, don't go anywhere. We have our interview with Ashley Darby. Very exciting. And we'll be back on Monday to talk about The Real Housewives of Potomac season premiere. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I Do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z O L A.com. Splash refreshers are the delicious, zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. In orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hey guys, welcome back. We are now joined by the one and only Ashley Darby. Ashley, hello.
1: Hello, how are you? Hi, Ashley.
3: Hey there. Doing
0: well, we are so excited for this weekend's premiere of season five. Oh. How are you feeling it's, going so, into this new season?
3: I'm really excited. It's really crazy because, you know, we film it. And then when the day actually comes and it's about to premiere, it's like your first day of school. You're just like really <laughs> excited. Um, and so I'm like, oh, you know, I have my outfit kicked out, though I can't go anywhere. I'll be sitting right <laughs> on my couch. You know, I'm going to look cute doing it. So that's exciting.
1: I'm so excited for this. I just watched all four seasons last week. So I am fresh as a daisy and I feel like really ready for this premiere. (laughs) Oh, good. Good. It won't disappoint. Wow.
0: So how have you been doing these last few months? Obviously it's been an interesting time. How is being at home with Dean and how's everything going?
3: I am loving spending time with my son. It is just, such a rewarding time. Now, you know, it's not the ideal circumstances, you know, everything going on in the world with Black Lives Matter movement and people being out of jobs and not being able to feed their families. So the silver lining for me is that I get to spend so much time with Dean. I get to watch every milestone and hear all of his little giggles. And we've been spending the last few months at our beach house in Bethany. So he also gets to go to the beach and he's just growing so much every day. Yeah. He's so cute. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Um, Speaking of that, you and a bunch of your castmates from Real Housewives Potomac have been really outspoken about the Black Lives Matter movement. So why do you all think it's important to use your voice and use your platform, especially with the Bravo community?
2: Well,
3: we have the privilege of having the ear of so many people. Um, We share our lives with millions of people who they become a part of our families and so we have the responsibility being on this platform being able to talk to so many people to spread the awareness and really be the voices of change i mean that is to me a responsibility that we have with the privilege of being able to be on bravo
0: it's been i feel like in the last year or i guess a little over a year since your last season started I feel like you guys have gotten a ton of love on social media and really had strong kind of word of mouth and a lot of people have been discovering the show for the first time. What What do you think about your group specifically kind of clicks with so many people and makes the show so exciting to watch?
3: I really think it's the diversity in our group. I think there is something that everyone can relate to in our group, whether you are, a new mom like me, or you're wild and crazy and fun and maybe don't necessarily always fit in with the group like me, or if you're a diva and you, you know, love to just speak your mind and, you know, you have a fun nickname for yourself, like the Green Eyed Bandit, then you relate to Giselle. You know, so there's just something for everybody in the Potomac group.
1: That is very true. (laughs) Um, Was it a tough decision bringing baby Dean onto the show, especially with everything that goes on with social media and
3: seeing how little cute he is and how new he is. Yeah. I mean, the hormones right after having the baby are insane. And I was in super protective mother bear mode, very protective of my cub. And I almost did not do the show. I, I was this close to saying. Wow.
1: This- yeah. Does it
0: does it change the experience? I'm sure it does, but uh, filming a season where you have I mean, it's easy to think of it as like, oh, you have a storyline that you had a baby, but it's a completely different experience, I'm sure just the mentally going through the whole filming process with a new human that you're taking care of.
3: <laughs> yes, and you know i I thought because I've seen other housewives in the franchise just like bounce back after having a baby or they just kind of find a way to incorporate the baby into their lives fairly seamlessly. But for me, as you will see, it was quite a bumpy road. And that surprised me and made me a little bit, I don't, it's not, the word is not shamed, but more so like I was more self-conscious because I knew that I was on this platform. I know I'm on Housewives and I just wasn't, to me, I wasn't being this person that I, have been for the last four years on the show. I'm a completely different person, so uh, it was it was a challenge for me to get back into the swing of things.
1: Right,
0: I feel like because that's relatable of, for yeah. anyone a new mom just kind of figuring out where you fit in with your old life before you had a child to take care of. You know, yeah. it changes a
3: lot,
1: and it's also like the baby is now the priority as opposed to the show. If that makes <laughs> sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: you know, of course, I still uh, there's a group dynamic that when you're mm-hmm. around the ladies, you just fall into place. But there still wasn't an element. As I mentioned, the hormones were I didn't quite understand how powerful they would be. And I went through a bit of postpartum <laughs> depression. So all of that just kind of played into how I related to the group. Actually, I just
0: mm-hmm. didn't
3: expect. you know, quite surprising
0: what how do you feel the um, the group dynamic has kind of changed because now a lot of you guys have been together on TV going into your fifth year so what's how do you feel it's kind of shifted and your role has changed in the last few seasons
3: I feel as though we're a little bit more concrete in our relationships um, there is definitely a genuine sense of caring that we have amongst ourselves some have stronger connections and care more about each other than others um but like for example during um when I was just having Dean all of the ladies reached out to me uh, most of them most of the ladies reached (laughs) out to me and were just compassionate you know I mean Giselle and Monique and Robin were right there for me Karen reached out to me you know it was like everyone just came Together to help me, and I think that's because we have spent so much time together. We have really, even though we have our ups and downs, you know, we've solidified to have a, an underlying strong foundation.
1: We know who didn't reach out to you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. uh, like, I'm saying the okay, um, we are relieved that you did make the decision to come back on the show, though. I would have been very upset if that happened. But besides being with Dean, who we do love to see, what can we expect from you this season? And is there anything you are nervous about reliving on the show or bringing on to it this season?
3: Well, if you've seen the trailer, um, which I'm sure you have, it's going to be a bit of a doozy for me this season. you know, my relationship dynamic changes a lot with my marriage. Um, how I interact, as I mentioned with my friends, changes. So this season was a lot about transformation for me and a lot of growth. And yes, there is definitely a, a, there's a hiccup in my relationship and, uh, we have to work through it. And you see all of that. And I, oh my God, I'm like, oh, how am I going to do this again? But you know, I say that a <laughs> season, and somehow it just happens. You just, you get through it.
0: Those, those ladies love nothing more than uh, stirring up some drama with your relationship, I have to say. <laughs>
3: well, guys, let's be fair. I mean, there's a reason I'm on the show. Okay, my life is traumatic. I can't, I can't make it up. Times Like these things, I'm just destined to be on Real Housewives because there really is so much that goes on in my personal life that, you know, thankfully some people can relate to it and I can help some people, but, um, you know, and some of it, especially for the ladies is, is entertaining.
1: I, well, th- my life isn't as exciting as yours, but I say that about me, too. I'm destined to be on Real Housewives. <laughs> I hear I see it. I see it happening.
0: I, I feel like with your relationship, but also seeing everything that you've gone through with your mom on the show, also, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. You know, a lot of people have complex relationships with their parents, and I think it's, it's refreshing to see kind of the ups and downs, and it, it feels very honest.
3: Well, thank you. Uh, I just, when I signed on to do this show, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to portray anything other than who I really am. And it's no secret that my mom and I have had our share of ups and downs over the last, you know, 32 years. I'm 32, but the fact of the matter is I love her. We will always come back together and she's an open person as well. So she was open to sharing some of our tribulations it uh, wasn't easy for her. Mom had a really tough time when the show was airing and we were going through our difficulties, but she's much stronger for it. Um, and she actually just moved into a new house today, so. Oh, good. Her own house.
1: Yeah, today Very the day. nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is exciting. It is.
0: Have you, have you gotten to see her during this quarantine period or are you guys, have you been able to hang out at all?
3: Yeah, we see each other a little bit. My mom works with the elderly, so she has mm-hmm. to be very, very cautious mm-hmm. about who she exposes. Too, uh, she. Oh my gosh, she takes her temperature like four times a day. Um, she drinks tea, and mom is going like above and beyond to make sure that COVID. Good. Is, we need. You know, we <laughs> need
1: more people like her. <laughs> um,
3: I know. I know. So she's just really cautious. So we see her every now and again, but um, not very much, unfortunately. FaceTime is our best friend. Uh, she doesn't want to talk to me. She only wants to talk to Dean. But you know, at least I'm background. I'm just
1: being I'm his wingman. You know, my mom just really wants to. <laughs> That's funny. So we do have a new housewife this season. Yes. Wendy, Dr. Wendy. What were your first impressions of her and what does she bring to this group? Um, and how does she fit in?
3: You know, when Wendy first came into the group, uh, she was wearing, uh, I think she was wearing like this like Gucci belt, Um, She had her hair done, she had her gold earrings in, she had her sparkly nails. It was like the first thing I noticed about her was just like her blink. I mean she was literally like blinding me. It was like (laughs) glinting into my eye every time I looked at her. So uh, that was the very first thing I noticed about her before she opened her mouth. Her, her appearance spoke volumes. Um, (laughs) And as I got to know her I realized that her personality matched her appearance And, uh, she's a very opinionated lady and our opinions don't always coincide. Yeah. So uh, we, we had our share of issues. We we certainly did. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I can't think about a Gucci belt and not picture Miss Karen Huger at that I press knew conference. I know you were
2: going to say
3: that. <laughs> with, with her jumpsuit on, with her I you know. Uh-huh. I'm, let me tell you guys Karen was ready at that press conference. I mean, I, I actually <laughs> commend Karen because she knew she was stepping in the fire. She dressed for the occasion and she tried her best to handle her business.
0: Is that one of those moments where, when you're there and obviously the cameras are filming, do you kind of just know in that moment that that's going to be iconic when you're filming the show?
3: I, you know, I, I did at first. I didn't understand the magnitude of what was going on until um, there was a turning point. I think the turn, oh, the turning point was when Karen said she wasn't feeding us. And at that moment, <laughs> I knew. Some was about to pop off because there's no way you have us sitting here at a steak restaurant with the smells wafting in and you don't feed us. I mean, I just knew that a bunch of hangry women were not gonna do well in that table together. And I was right. And then when Giselle got up with her t-shirt, it was game over after that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know that's funny, the same thing happened a few seasons ago on Real Housewives in New Jersey at a steakhouse. They no, they had, like, the same situation going on, and it didn't end well. So word of <laughs> advice is let's not have meetings at steakhouses. Let's just, you know.
3: I mean, if you do, just feed feed people. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't have us sitting on our stomach growling so loudly we can't hear what's going on. I mean, feed us. That's all. <laughs> oh my god.
0: how do you how have you felt being in quarantine these last few months have you been keeping in touch with the women from the cast have you how how did you guys feel when the show got delayed i know that was disappointing but now it feels like it's like oh thank god we have this to look forward to
3: yes yes it was really disappointing because we were all looking forward to it and put a lot of work into the season so that was disappointing um as far as who i communicate with Monique and I talk a lot. Uh, actually, Michael's birthday is July 29th, and Chris's birthday is July 28th, so she had invited well, happy us happy to- birthday. Thank you. I'll be sure to relate to She uh, wanted to come over to hang out at their pool, but uh, we were in Delaware, so we couldn't go. So I talked to her quite a bit, um, and Robin and Giselle and I have a group chat, and we just check in with each other every now and again. That's so nice to hear. It is. That. It is. <laughs> I tell you guys that You know, I know that we are in Housewives and we have our disagreements, but in this climate, when all of us on our show have been very vocal and have a shared experience of being black women, um, there's an appreciation that I have for my castmates that runs deep because they understand the importance of this movement and they don't just sit in silence. You know, they, they actually use Mm the platform. So I, I feel Even though, you know, I just don't necessarily feel like warm and fuzzy towards some of them, I still have this respect that has grown over the last few months.
0: I think we're in kind of an interesting time where a lot of the time, you know, when we watch Bravo shows, it's like, oh, this is a fun, it's escapist, or, you know, it's it's a guilty pleasure, which I think is a stupid term to begin with. (laughs) But this year, it's like we're seeing, we're really seeing people's true colors and what matters to them, Outside the context of a TV show, and so I think it's it's been really great in the last couple of months to see all of you guys being so vocal and you know even if you don't love this person on the show to really see what they're doing on social media and out in the world and kind of have that respect on a human level
3: I completely agree I definitely agree um, yeah there's just an underlying fiber of being a human that I'm so happy to see that we all share so hallelujah
0: Okay, wow. so we have a little, a little quick game that we want to play, and we are not being too shady here, so we're asking who your favorite <laughs> castmates are in a bunch of different areas, so. Oh,
3: okay, okay.
0: It's, it's yeah. just going to be nice and easy. So first of all, who in your cast would you take motherhood advice from, if you had to pick one?
3: Monique. She actually gives me a lot of advice, like about these oils
1: and stuff for TV <laughs> and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, feel like I knew I, I saw that answer coming. But She's
0: on yeah. the new mom train uh, yeah. just with a few kids, but you guys are, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Whose closet would you raid? Hmm. Oh,
3: <laughs> it's interesting because my style is so different. You know, I'm like a- I was going like, to say, you girl could now. choose your own. <laughs> I do I, I, Yeah, I love florals, and I love loose, fun things. And so I definitely would say I would just, you know, get my own closet right quick. (laughs) But (laughs) no, you do say, I do think that um, Karen has a pretty nice collection of, I think, belts. Yeah, Karen has nice belts.
1: Well, Um, yeah, we know that. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Speaking of richie belts, right? And um, Giselle has, if you ever want, like, a statement piece she has a lot of, like, very pronounced statement pieces, like these Versace leggings that she loves. Um, they definitely
1: stick out. Okay, I liked that, that you gave, like, runner-up <laughs> options. Like, you're going to go ahead with yeah. your closet, but, like, for accessories, oh, this oh, is please. who I choose. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah.
0: Okay, who would you trust most to plan your next vacation?
3: Lord have mercy, G. Um...
0: They don't have to come on the trip with you.
3: That's a different
2: question.
3: Actually, I learned about Wendy, that Wendy loves to travel. So I would say I would trust Wendy to plan. And you'll learn all this about her. I would say Wendy. You know, we're both Geminis, she and I. So we actually have a shared love for travel.
0: Hey, Gemini.
3: You're okay. <laughs> Gemini
1: too, you Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> the best. That's That's fun. That's fun. Who would you want to cook you dinner? Giselle, she
3: is a fantastic cook. She makes this bomb ass rum cake, these rum
1: balls.
3: Uh, yeah, for sure. The girl can cook her tail off.
1: See, that's funny because when we were making these questions, I was like, Dylan, I don't think we've ever seen any of these ladies cook except for Giselle. We've seen her bake, right? So we're gonna yeah. stick with that. We're gonna stick with that. Okay,
3: she <laughs> can <laughs> bring can cook too. Monique can make like a Thanksgiving dinner in thirty minutes, so she also she gets an honorable mention.
0: Ooh, (laughs) who? If you had to take relationship advice from one person, who would it be? Oh my god, Slim Pickens. I know.
3: I would say that a person who has a similar marital structure to me is Monique. Chris and Michael actually are friends and they they talk and they have very similar outlooks on life. So, I would say if anyone could help me navigate through my marriage and understand how to work through some problems,
1: Monique. Okay. Now, who would you let decorate your home?
3: Oh my gosh, guys. You really? know, oh my gosh, this is a hard <laughs> I'm not trying to put everybody's business out there, but um, not everything is, is as pretty as it looks on TV. Um, I'd say, i like Giselle give me like a couple of pointers, but she has this like Miami Vice style that I don't always mesh with it. So she can help me pick out like a centerpiece or a chandelier. Okay. That's about it.
0: You'll go shopping with her. She won't make all the decisions.
3: Yeah, but here's the thing about her. She'll try to take over and, and design the whole house. So I'll send her some pieces. Like, I'll send her five options. She can pick one. That's how, that's how you have to do it, with Giselle, because otherwise she'll just take over the whole thing. Okay?
0: Okay, last one. Which housewife from another city would you want to join the Potomac cast?
3: Uh, which housewife would I... Okay, so I'm a huge fan of Garcelle. Mm-hmm.
1: Me too.
3: Mainly, you know, I watched her on Jamie Foxx show for so long. So part of me wants her to join because I'm a fan. But I also really like the way she is approaching the ladies on Beverly Hills. She is, she's effortlessly just fitting in. And she's making her presence known, but she's not being a bitch about it um, in a bad way. So I would definitely say Garcelle. I live for her. I would
1: love that. <laughs> that would be epic. Oh, my God. Garcelle, Garcelle, Garcelle is
0: welcome on, on any show, I think, at this point.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she just has this aura about her. Oh, my God. And knowing, after she shared what she did to her ex-husband, I'm like, girl, we could really Ooh. be best friends. Yeah. Come on, now. <laughs> you know, you only
0: put
1: that in the phone, you know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Wasn't well, not I had fun playing with that game.
0: Really Garcella, if you're listening to I this, Open invitation to hang out with uh, the Potomac crew.
1: Yes. (laughs) You always got (laughs) to (laughs) play
0: Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. We cannot wait for season five. Looking forward to it so much.
3: Oh, thank you so much, guys. I'm a big fan. So thank you for having me on today. I had so much fun.
1: Thank you, Ashley. And don't forget to watch Real Housewives of Potomac on Sundays at 9.
3: Oh my gosh, yes. And here, guys, you have <gasps> to say hi really quickly. Oh my, oh my. gosh. Hi. Hi, Dean. I up from NAP. Oh Baby my goodness. You're going to say hello? Hi, Dean. He's just De- so De- chatting, chatting. He's like, I woke up and I have a
1: meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my awesome. gosh,
0: he's so cute. Thank he's you like, you Ma- so mommy, much. get off the Zoom call.
1: <laughs> I know.
3: He wants to go to the beach. So do
0: uh, well, I. Thank yeah. you so much. We will thank let you, you go. Guys. Enjoy.
1: All right. <laughs> yes. We'll Thanks, Ashley. You. Bye,
0: Ashley. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, join our Facebook group, Bravo by Batches, and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches.
1: Batches.